Welcome to the Mind Your Thoughts podcast. I'm your host, Andalib. I'm the creator of my mindset coaching business called Positive Minded Kids, and I'm here to deliver you your weekly dose of mindset tips and strategies, along with time management hacks, productivity tips, and inspirational stories that can help you create your dream life. I believe that when you actively work on your mindset and you become more aware of your thoughts, you can set yourself up for success. Thank you for pushing play, and let's dive right in to today's episode. Hi, welcome back to Mind Your Thoughts podcast. I am here today with our second episode, and today I'm going to be talking all about the misconceptions about working on your mindset. So thank you so much again for being here. Today, we're going to talk about three main misconceptions about working on your mindset, all right? So let me go ahead and dive right in. Number one is going to be you have to be happy and positive all the time. So there was this phrase that was being thrown around uh, in social media, and it was called toxic positivity. And I even made a post about it because it is something that's very serious. And, you know, especially when you start working on your personal development, you work, you start working on your growth, you start working on your pers- um, your mindset, you probably are expecting for things to be like, you know, rainbows and butterflies all the time when realistically speaking, that's not the case, right? We are humans and we live um, in the world through our human experience. So it is absolutely perfectly normal to experience all types of emotions. And if you don't experience all types of emotions, then there's actually something wrong. So even if you're working on your mindset, even if you're um, working on your personal development and your growth journey, it's going to not always be rainbow and butter rainbows and butterflies all the time, right? So I fell down this rabbit hole a little bit in the beginning of my mindset journey. And um, I thought I was failing and I couldn't do it enough to teach it to others because I was still having a lot of bad moments. But in reality, even when you learn about the power of your mindset and you learn about, you know, bettering yourself and personal development, all that stuff you are going to be going through some down moments too. Like it's just a part of the journey. It's a part of the process. So you really have to just kind of accept it that, you know, there's going to be times where you're not going to be happy and there's going to be times where you're going to be sad. You're going to be angry. You're going to be um, disappointed. There's going to be those low moments in your life. But the difference that I like to bring up between those, you know, people that work on their mindset and those that don't is that those that have the tools know because they've been working on their mindset not to stay in that negative state, okay? So it's very important for you to process your emotions, to process your feelings, and to allow yourself to feel those emotions even when you're feeling down. So what I like to tell um, women is to kind of give yourself a time limit so it doesn't spiral into something that's more long-term, or something more serious, right? Give yourself a time limit, whether that may be, you know, you're going to allow yourself to process these negative emotions, maybe something happened. And, you know, if it's 
depending on the severity of what it is that happened, you can give yourself as little as 30 minutes to like a few days to process the emotions. So, you know, that's what I like to tell the women in my community um, is to really just allow yourself to process it. And if that means, you know, being like just a couch potato for a day or two and binging, binging on Netflix, then so be it. You know, you want to process your emotions. You want to feel into those emotions because if you don't, then they're going to end up resurfacing later and you don't want that. Typically when they end up resurfacing, when you don't process them uh, initially properly is that it ends up being worse than it originally was. So you absolutely, I'm a huge advocate of processing your all your emotions, your negative emotions, your positive emotions, your neutral emotions. And just because you are on this personal development journey, just because you're working on your mindset actively um, does not mean you're not going to have bad days. So that is the first misconception that I will talk about today. And um, when you're working on your mindset is that you will still have low moments. You will still have, you know, angry moments. You will still have sad moments. And it's really important for you to allow yourself the grace and the compassion to yourself and know that it's perfectly normal. And you're just going to pick yourself up after you've processed your emotions and continue along your personal development journey. All right. So that's the first thing. The second misconception that I'm going to go over today is a lot of the times when we're working on our mindset, we feel like it's, you know, like I said, it's going to be rainbows and butterflies all the time, but sometimes we still get triggered by other people or by other things. And when we get triggered by other people or other things, we think that it's bad, quote unquote, right? So that's the misconception that I want to go over today um, is when we look at our triggers or when we feel triggered, that we feel like it's bad when actually I want to invite you to look at it from a different perspective. Because when you look at your triggers, I want you rather than to think that this is something bad that's happening within you or, you know, you shouldn't be feeling like this. You shouldn't be triggered because you've worked on your mindset, you've worked on yourself, what I want you to do is instead reframe that and ask yourself, how can I look at this trigger as an opportunity to enhance my life rather than beat myself up about it, right? So look at your triggers and observe and analyze those moments that you feel triggered by. So what you could do is see that trigger and really dive like deeper within you. Do the inner work and start accepting that, you know, you are triggered by this thing, right? Give yourself compassion about it and learn how to recognize it so you know how to deal with it. Because again, self-awareness is the first step to any kind of change, any kind of improvement. So when you become aware of your triggers, more likely you're going to kind of be more in control the next time that same re trigger resurfaces. All right. So when you feel triggered by something, I want you to do is ask yourself, why do you feel triggered by it? Rather than beat yourself up about it and say, why am I feeling triggered? I'm working on my mindset. Why do I still care about this thing? I want you to, you know, reframe that and ask yourself, why do I still feel triggered by this thing? Okay, what is it in this situation that's allowing me to feel triggered? What is it tied to? What patterns do I see in my life where I felt triggered by this thing? 
And this is why it keeps triggering me now. Okay. So for an example about this is that I like to talk about like, for example, a girl, right? Let's think about a girl who maybe you may have thought was super annoying, okay? Maybe she was the type of girl that would walk in the room and she would be super loud and she would, um, you know, she would strike a conversation with anyone. So this would be the, like the type of person that would really annoy you and aggravate you. But what I learned was that the way that we perceive other people or the way that we judge other people, it's usually me- it usually means something that we are projecting onto them. So whatever it is that we're judging them about, we have something within us that we feel insecure about. So for example, like that example, you know, maybe you feel like this girl is annoying because she walks in the room and she just talks to anybody and everybody and she feels like she has to be the life of the room. Um, subconsciously, it could be just you maybe wishing that you had that same kind of confidence that she carries, right? Maybe you lack that confidence. And instead of, you know, saying, oh, wow, like she is very confident and she walks in the room and she knows how to conversate with people, you turn it into a judgment and you feeling annoyed as a result of it. All right. So that's where you can kind of look at your own trigger. You know, you were triggered by that girl that was loud and obnoxious and annoying that walked into the room. And instead of saying, oh my God, that's so annoying and judging her, you can ask yourself, why do I feel like she annoys me? Like, what is it about her behavior that's triggering to me right now? All right. And usually you can kind of uncover something within yourself that you may not have knew beforehand. And that will allow some like shadow work to be done on you. Um, You can do some more inner work on yourself and you can kind of take the steps necessary to work on that specific trigger, to work on that limiting belief, to work on that emotion that you're feeling um, that that person triggered within you. The last misconception that I'm going to talk about today um, is when you're doing the mindset work, sometimes people think that just learning about mindset work is enough for them to see results in their life, okay? So a lot of people will follow along with my content. They'll, you know, watch my trainings. Even some of my paid clients or people that have purchased my workshops or my master classes in the past, you know, they get super excited and, and they purchase it and then they watch the training, they learn about it. But there's always exercises that go along with whatever material it is that I'm teaching. So are you doing the exercises, right? Are you doing the work that's involved with strengthening your mindset, with you know uncovering your limiting beliefs, with uncovering your mindset blocks, with rewiring your mindset? Because it's one thing to learn about all these things, but it's absolutely another thing for you to actually do the work that's involved. Because, yeah, they say that knowledge is power, but knowledge is only power when you pair it with action. You know, you can't just learn about something and not implement it. You're not going to see the changes in your life if you don't implement it. Like, yeah, maybe you'll become a little bit more self-aware, when you learn about these these things maybe that I'm teaching or you know if you take a course or if you read a book 
But more often than not, I, I don't think I've ever read a personal development book or have taken a course that didn't come, a, come with it an exercise to do. And if you don't do the exercise that's with the book or you don't do the exercises that's with the courses or the workshops or the group coaching program, whatever it is that you're investing in, you're not going to see the results. You're not going to see the results. So that's another big misconception in when you're working on your mindset is that people think that simply learning about what it is that you're learning about is enough to see the changes in your life, okay? So it's, it's very important to commit once you start working on your mindset to learn about everything that you're learning, but to also put it into action. You know, um, success is... 80% mindset and 20% strategy, but your mindset, that 80%, when you're working on that 80%, you actually have to do the work involved, right? So whatever mindset tools and strategies that you're using to help you strengthen your mindset, to help you rewire your mindset, you need to put those into play. You need to practice them, you know, whether that be doing your affirmations every day, journaling, um, you know, doing your gratitude practice, mindfulness, meditation, whatever it may be, you know, um, uh, improving your confidence. None of that stuff works unless you actually do it, unless you actually sit down with a journal, pencil, paper, and you write it out. Your affirmations, you have to write it out. You have to say them out loud. You have to listen to that meditation. You have to participate actively in that meditation. You know, you have to visualize, close your eyes and picture yourself being that person that you want to be. So it's not enough to just learn about visualization, right? You have to actually practice it. So that was my last um, misconception of um, working on your mindset that I will, I am covering today. So hopefully you found this helpful. I'm just going to recap real quick. So the three misconceptions that I talked about today that people have when they're working on their mindset or they're embarking on their personal development journey is that one, you have to be happy and positive all the time, right? I talked about how that's not realistic and that you really do have to embrace your emotions, embrace all your emotions, feel into all your emotions in order for you to process them and do the work that's involved to move past those negative emotions. And then the second misconception that I went over today was um, thinking that it's bad when we feel triggered by someone or something, right? I talked about how you need to reframe that instead of thinking that it's bad and to use that as an opportunity to dig deep and to check out what's going on internally. Why are you feeling triggered by that person and do the work that's involved to kind of release that trigger so that it no longer negatively affects you in your life going forward. And then the last misconception that I talked about today is that simply just learning about the tools and strategies in the mindset world is simply enough to rewire your mindset or to change your mindset when in reality, you have to actually put everything into play. You have to implement, you have to do the action steps involved in rewiring your mindset, depending on what tools and strategies you're learning and what tools and strategies you want to use 
to rewire your mindset, to improve your mindset. All right. So hopefully that was helpful. Thank you so much again for listening to this podcast. If you want to learn more about rewiring your mindset or about uncovering some limiting beliefs that you may have that's stopping you from doing, taking action towards your desires, your goals, I have a free video training that I will leave the link in the show notes below that you can click on and watch all about how to uncover limiting beliefs that are stopping you from taking action towards your desires or your goals. And if you also want, I will leave the link to my website and the link to my Instagram handle. Come follow me on Instagram if you haven't done so already. My handle is at Positive Minded Kid. I would love for you to screenshot you listening to this podcast and share in your stories so I can shout you out. And thank you again so much for pressing play. And I will be back next week for the next podcast episode. Have an amazing week. Thank you so much for pressing play. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more ways to learn about how to work on and improve your mindset, head over to the show notes where I've left some helpful links for you to check out to take your learning to the next step.